Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event of episode 50 of the Doy Boys podcast. In the short corner, reigning from white scalp, their numbers are many and their color is black. Please welcome Joey's hair. And beard. In the long corner, the biggest donator in Doy Boys history, donning the weapon few have dared to carry. Willie the Barber Martin! Welcome to the Doy Boys Podcast. We are back. It's 2023. You heard it. We had a little wrestling match before this. Oh, a We're, wrestling match? Yeah, like a, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. a wrestling yeah. match audio. Mm-hmm. We're here with our special guest, a new time person, Willie Martins. He, uh... He's the guy that shaved Joey's head, if you don't know who we're talking about. We had a fundraiser last month. Joey went to, we talked about it on here. He wanted 500 bucks raised to go towards uh, Goodfellows in Tilbury. Ended up getting over 1500 so we tripled it. Tripled. That's pretty awesome. With the uh, highest donation being Willie, he got the opportunity to shave Joey's head. So we have a really cool video on YouTube if you want to go check that out. But yeah, it's been, what, three weeks? Been it's a while. been a while. I, I was I was very bummed out. We were supposed to record like a, just after we did that uh, that video. Yeah, and we didn't. Oh, dude, I was blame Joey for that. I was sad. What? Yeah, what? I was uh, I was very disappointed as well. I was excited to come on the pod, and then you know just got postponed. But yeah, dude, we ruined your life that day. Didn't <laughs> yeah, we? I was so disappointed. I went home. And uh, I just I couldn't do anything. I don't even think I made it home at seven o'clock that day i think i only made it home at like close to eight yeah so it's it's, i mean christmas holiday is just crazy busy yeah i'm just happy we're back we're back in business baby and now (laughs) cracking up over here Um, but like this being off for a little bit just makes it more exciting to get back on 100 percent. oh yeah you know what i like these headphones because i think it's going to minimize the talking over each other already we see a difference well, yeah, yeah, because as soon as there's going to be multiple people talking, it's just going to sound like absolute ear rape. Yep. So for reference to that, we finally have headphones. 50 episodes in, and now we have headphones. We've had them for a year, but we've only set them up now. It's <laughs> kind of interesting having headphones on now, but we're getting used to it. Oh, well, yeah, I, I enjoy the headphones. It makes it much better, but I honestly, I don't know with or without. So, I mean, well, we've been doing podcast, it. So. We've been doing it without the whole time now, so... Yeah. And, okay, so you're a younger guy. Younger than I am. Younger guy. And I know, like, I don't know, unless you're a rapper, I think the average person, including me back when I was 19, I mean, we're we're not that far apart. I wasn't making, like, a whole lot, right? Of money? Yeah, of money at work. So what... I'm assuming you, you're kind of in the same boat. You know, I'm still kind of in that boat. So I was just wondering, what prompted you to donate, like, that amount? Okay, so what? when I was, uh, I was a, you know, young guy not making too much money. But, you know, I always, like, I make racks. That's what I tell everyone. <laughs> but you know, I uh, I had a very I had a very nice bonus for Christmas, and I had all my Christmas shopping done, and I was just like, you know what? I was my plan was to donate it to charity either way. So what I I found out about the Goodfellows charity, and I'm like, 
well, you know, it goes to a good cause, and I get to shave a head, so it's win-win. A great idea. It's a bonus compared to just yeah, but, any sort uh, of donation. I, w- I was worried, though, for a minute there, because I, I put in a, an initial donation, but then someone else came in. And beat me, and you know I, I couldn't let that stand, so I had to come in <laughs> so with another little bit. Racks. Yeah, I, I um, I don't know. It wasn't like anything too crazy for me. Like, I mean, I I don't make, I make enough to be able to donate that much, but uh, it's not like a, a small amount of money for me either. You know. Yeah. You guys hear about Jeremy Renner? Yeah, no, I'm switching got, the subject. He got in a snowplow accident. Yeah, the like, guy that plays Hawkeye, he literally like got ran up. over in real life by a huge snowplow, what? and he like his legs got mangled, so he's the, in the hospital recovering. The guy who plays Hawkeye, he's probably gonna be paralyzed. Oh, dude, Jeez, that sucks. That's man. really sad. You know oh. what's even more sad? Ken Block. Oh yeah. Oh no, man. I have a I have a Hoonigan sticker on my car, so I definitely I I feel it, but like it it really sucks, you know. Yeah, everybody's been talking about Ken Block. Bro, Johnny introduced me to him, and he is, like, I'm not even, like, a huge car guy. Like, I, I like I like, I appreciate a nice car. I love the sound of a nice car. Like, I'm still a guy, so, like, if something <laughs> yeah. drives by and it's loud and beautiful, I'll still be like, damn, right? But, like, it's never really been my thing. But after watching Ken Block, dude. His Jim Connor videos in, in particular. Man, he's a legend, and he was just awesome in all his videos it was just really sad to to hear that he passed away well i only i only really heard about him after he died i've never really heard much about this guy bro what he's isn't he aren't they canadians those hoonigan guys i believe that's more of a canadian thing they go they go all over the u.s too and in his gymkhana videos they're all over the world like they're not just in one so how did oh he got into a snowmobile accident right I, i did hear about it watch his drifting videos they're insane they're really crazy and he's drifting this four-wheel drive mustang Mm. and that is the sexiest vehicle ever that was at pike's peak um yep that that's probably his craziest video like the one where he's like right on the edge right Mm -hmm. like right on the edge of the cliff didn't he actually roll one off the cliff no somebody else rolled a car off the cliff like Uh, they're they have races on uh, up pike's peak yeah uh, like going up the mountain um, and somebody at that same corner like ripped it off the hill. Dang. And and that's not a shallow hill there. That's a that's a mountain climb race. I think they survived though. Yeah, they did. It was a it was a rally um, setup. So it was a driver and a co-pilot. So there was two guys in the car. And they had a I think they had a a roll cage too. I think that. I, yeah, they have to. Yeah, I think that's what saved them. Yep. Oh. But I wonder if it's like, because um, you know the. That a lot of people that are on snowmobiles, they get into the accidents because they don't see the the wires or whatever, like the fences. Yeah, it hits them, and then you've heard about this, right? The, a lot, of, a lot of snow snowmobilers get beheaded. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I know about that. That happened they hit, actually like, here. Fences and stuff. That happened here once. I remember hearing about a snowmobile, uh, a guy on a snow snowmobile. I think in uh, Wheatley area had yeah. decapitated himself because you can't see. I forget what what is it that they hit, but it's something that's a fence or or I think it has to do with those. Uh, I don't know. They hit wires, like, wires or lines. Yeah. Low hanging wires. A lot of times, it's to keep animals out or something. Yeah, and then they just whip by and. But Ken Block, um, I've been following him for a while, and 
he more so goes out in the mountains. So I could see his accident be more like he didn't see a cliff and ran off of it or something. And the crazy thing is I checked his story because, I don't know, led me to look around a little bit. And, like, he had just posted something a couple hours before, like, how excited he was to go snowmobiling. And he had a picture of snowmobiles, and then he said, like, like he's excited or something. He's going to go snowmobiling, and that's the couple hours from then he's dead. How short is this life? For real. I mean, what? He was, like, 53. Yeah. So he, he wasn't young at all. I mean, he died he probably the way that he old. wanted to die. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, I, mean, I think he died at an older age than I'm going to. Facts, man. I don't Damn, take that's care edgy. of myself what like you I doing? should be. Huh? That's edgy. What are you, what are you saying? Oh, bro? I'm going to die of a disease at, like, in my mid-40s. Of a disease in your 40s? Late 30s or, like, mid-40s. How do you know? I don't know. Just no. It's going to be like cancer or something weird. Like some kind of rare disease. Joeyosis? Get a disease named after yourself. Joeyosis? That's a big flex. Like a disease no one's ever heard of or had. See, if I die from a disease, I'd want one of those. Name it after you? Yeah, like at least make it unique. Schmittler disease. (laughs) Schmittler disease? Yikes. Dang, that's a crazy disease. Yeah, nobody's going to want to catch that. (laughs) Well, talking about cars. You're going to get canceled for the disease you caught. Talking about cars anyway, um, so there's a lot of guys that are like into cars or whatever, and there's a lot of guys that are into hunting or fishing or firearms or... Uh, man things. Yeah, yeah, man things. Woodworking, whatever. You know, everybody's got their own thing. What would yours be? Um, Willie. I'm not really sure, because I like, I like my cars, but it's not... It's, I wouldn't define myself as a car guy. Like, I like cars, but, again, not a car guy. I'm more so, I, I kind of dip my foot in most areas. It's a foot dipper. Very mm. good very good way to put it. Like, I do, I like, I like firearms, too. Guns are cool. I like, I like antique swords and stuff like that. I want to buy a sword eventually. I love knives. Knives Fre- are also very cool. Freaking love knives. I, um, I'm also a bit of a nerd. You know, I like my Star Wars, Marvel, stuff like that. I bought a lightsaber. That is dope. Like a um, like one of those cool like like they got like, like those lame ass Walmart ones or the Dollarama the ones like and then you have the ones. higher end ones. I, sp- I spent two hundred dollars. Okay, yeah, you got. So you got I, a, I got a I got a decently high end one. You got a cool lightsaber. It's pr- it's pretty cool. It makes sounds and lights up and everything. It's really dope. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. I for me personally, I've. I don't really define myself as a certain kind of guy, but more of a. I know a little better, a lot of stuff. Mm. I think I would uh, agree, but there's definitely places where I'm uh, into things more than others. I would but say you're a shooter for sure. I lean heavy to certain sides, but I also agree that I I have my my toes in a lot of different ponds of water, but uh, I lean heavy more to certain ponds. Like I freak, like I love animals. Like or watching documentaries on animals, I find animals fascinating. I could do a whole podcast just talking about different animals. But uh, is that the is that clicking the what? Okay, yeah, I could do a whole podcast just on animals. But I also love hunting them, and I would very much enjoy like oh, yeah. hunt, like eating. You them. like animals? Yeah, yeah. love animals. Eat them. I've, uh, eat them, watch them, observe crazy. them. 
I've always wanted to go hunting. I thought it would be really cool. Sweet. But, uh, you know, my uh, I kind of live in town, so not many woods around, and I don't really have a lot of hunting friends, so it just never really came up for anything. I uh, A while back, I did a little bit of airsofting, you know. That was okay, but, you know. I, I, I prefer sweet. I prefer real guns. Well, airsofting's a lot of fun too. Mm-hmm. My my plan is to get my uh, gun license this year, but I would uh, do it now. I would too, but got, you know, I gotta I gotta plan that and actually commit and do it. But I got a guy you can call. He'll hook you up real quick, and uh, you know, before this Trudeau guy takes away all, everything, I might I might need that contact. I can do that I, after the podcast. I'll give you the contact. Yes. And it's all, like, you know, it's totally fine. You can get your license, and then you can go be a legal, certified, responsible firearm owner. Just Res- don't ruin responsible. it. Responsible. Just don't ruin it for everybody. I, I, I will are, do my best. There are idiots out there. Piss me off. It's the don't go on the, uh, don't go on Reddit and look for stupid people with guns. Trust me, it's not worth it. Oh, no. You go, will, you Joey showed me people. some stuff on Reddit. I don't think I'd ever want to see it. <laughs> Reddit is a very scary place. You do not want to be wandering around there without knowing what you're no, doing. Dude, Reddit's messed up. Why not? I hate Reddit. Reddit is incredibly crazy, man. Oh, I know. I had it for a while. It's insane. <laughs> right? It's literally bad. It's 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 pretty twisted. I'll tell. They literally have like full on murder on there. Just which is crazy. Like how how they let that on. Going back to the the gun thing. I, I heard recently that you you should not put a revolver down your pants because I, that could accidentally load up and fire and you might lose some valuable jewels. You should honestly not put any firearm down your pants. Like, you shouldn't be really having a gun on you unless you have a proper holster. And Canada, you can't have one on you regardless anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, over here it doesn't matter to us. I mean, you can take like wear one to a range, or unless you're doing like a like a like a firearm competition, like you know where they're running and gunning, that whole thing. I, th- I think that's legal in Canada, but uh, for carrying, that's only the states really. Yeah, that's where it's applicable. But I don't think so. As long as you have the hammer down on a revolver, like even if you were to carry it in your pants, I don't think that there would be really a problem. There's a trigger guard there, too. I mean, there's no safety. The safety is the hammer and the yeah. trigger. The hammer being down and your finger off the trigger. That's your safety when it comes to a revolver. Like, so, uh, you know, way back in the day when they had muskets and stuff, the uh, the safety was having to load it. It took you a good five, ten minutes just to load the dang gun. Yeah. So they didn't really need a safety. Like, you had to, you had to commit and then load it. And by the by the time you loaded it, the guy was, like, gone, so... I would like to just spend eight hours shooting a musket. Just like sit there with maybe one or two other people and just load one shot, just chill out, shoot a shot, load the next one, just constantly. I've thought about it. I've thought about buying one. That would be a lot of fun. With a whole eight hours, you could probably shoot it a a good good four times. (laughs) You don't need a license for those, do you? Uh, It depends. Actually, you can actually get a handgun in Canada, I, I believe, uh, I, don't quote me on this, 
But I think that you can actually get a handgun in Canada if it's made before a certain year. Like, you can still buy some cap and ball revolvers, like old school cap and ball revolvers. Because you can consider it an antique? Yeah, without any licensing. You don't need any licensing. Yeah, but do they take the chamber and stuff out? No, I don't think so. It's considered an antique uh, collectible item. But you can also get weapons grandfathered down, right? Yes. Yeah, you can. Like, you could still get, like, if your grandfather fought in World War II and he somehow had his hands on a Thompson submachine gun that was fully automatic and it got passed down to you and your family, then you can own it. That's crazy. But that's only if it's been, like, given to you. Yeah, down, like, generations. You could own some crazy stuff. I talked to, it wasn't even that long ago, I talked to my firearm instructor back when I was doing the course, and he's an older guy, and he said he remembers in Canada, like, walking everywhere with his twenty two. I Like, I think he said he even, like, would bring it to school so that he could just shoot things on the way back when he would walk home. Uh, just got a strap on his back. Yeah, that's insane to me. That's insane. Well, that was before the... Dude, I feel like... I know this is probably a conspiracy, and that's all we ever dive into, but I feel like 95% of school shootings are orchestrated by someone taking... Like, someone in government or some sort of... I mean, obviously there's the odd the odd, cuc- the odd cuckoo who's going to go do that, but I feel like a good majority of them are just people in really bad situations, like really depressed they have bad Jordan families. Peterson I think he talked about it that the weak men are the dangerous men because they're the ones that are going to are going to pull something crazy and and they're the ones that people tie puppet strings to yeah and go orchestrate some big cuz it's like if there's a shooting Trudeau automatically goes and bans like five more and it's it always is conveniently the shooting is always done with a new type of weapon that they can ban a whole new genre. Oh, I mean that that whole thing that prompted that uh, the first when they first started banning all their quote unquote assault rifles, bunch of bullshit. You can assault anybody with any rifle. <laughs> they just call them assault rifles. But anyway, uh, sounds sounds worse. That thing in Nova Scotia that yeah. prompted the whole gun ban. Um, he used. I, th- I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe he used a Ruger Mini-14 and it wasn't, like, a legal gun. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, I, how many people died in that? If, could, like, could somebody fact check that? How many people died with that, what, with a Ruger Mini-14? What do I search up? Uh, Nova Scotia mass shooting. <laughs> I believe it I happened, it like, like, two th- years. 10, 15 people. Was that the one in the mosque? Uh, no, that one was in New Zealand. The the mosque that he killed, that, that guy killed over 15 people, and he had a shotgun and an AR-15 with him. He live-streamed the whole thing. Like, I actually saw the video. It was intense. That, that's cold, live-streaming and shooting. Like, dude, the shooting live, cool, dude, the live-stream in the grocery streaming. store. Did you see the what? grocery store one? I, I don't... That I don't one's know really one. sad. The this, this Nova Scotia one, Wikipedia says he killed 22 people. 22 people with a semi-automatic Ruger May 14. I bet I could do the same thing with a bolt-action rifle. 
dude, it's not a competition. <laughs> it's not a Call of Duty record. No, I'm just saying I could probably do the same thing with a knife if you're jo- smart enough. Joey, you can kill. Just, just be oh, careful. Oh, okay. Sorry, this I see is your a message. recorded podcast. I know it's I a recorded see his podcast. message. It could have been anything, but conveniently they blame it on the weapon of choice. Yeah, they, he could have pulled up with literally anything, and he could have killed a lot of people. Or like you know, I guess he just wanted to do it in a very short time, but. If you're smart about it, you can kill more people than that with, like, a machete or something that you can buy at TSE or a hammer. If you can kill 22 people with a machete before getting arrested, you're going in the history books, man. That's insane. How are you doing that? I don't think that that's that insane. It means you got to literally melee attack 22 people close range. Bro, the second you attack one, everyone scatters. Then it's a game of running. But that's not doing it smart. I've often thought about it. How hard can it really be to kill somebody and get away with it? Yeah, yeah, guys. I don't think it would be that unbelievably hard. I don't think so either. I mean, like, the thing is, there's obviously... think about this all the time? Uh, this has run through my mind. I'm not a killer, <laughs> but I'm it has run through I'm my mind. I'm not the only one that has thought about it. You've thought about it too. I think about it all the time. Like all the time. How, how hard? <laughs> like okay, that sounds bad. But I'm just like I'm just like how hard would it be? Like what would I have to do to, to get away with it? Like you don't want your prints on it. You want an alibi. Oh. Um. But so you you there's not really much that you can. Well, you want you don't want any DNA evidence on the scene. You don't want any of uh, you. You want an alibi. What What else do you, you need to? The thing is, like a lot of times, they will look for patterns. So a lot of times, it can be very often it's family related, mm-hmm. and and that's actually biblical. A man's enemies come from his own house, but um, yeah, a, a lot of times it's it's uh, family related or like a serial killer. They'll they'll have specific types of people that they go after. Like if you completely randomize it. You could cause a lot of mayhem. See, that's exactly what you got to do. You got to avoid patterns. You don't use the same weapon. Like, if you really wanted to kill as many people as you... Like, if you were a serial killer, just go outside of the norm. So a lot of times, they target the lower members of society because society typically doesn't look at them too much. So if they go missing, nobody really cares. Like, whores, homeless people. Dude, they're not... Prostitutes, sex workers, whatever you want to call them. Public workers. They have like, don't they call themselves something? Sex workers. No, they call themselves like internet. Yeah. Whatever. Just like lower end. Low end people. The 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 low hanging fruit of society. The people that nobody really treats with respect. Because no one's gonna notice if Joe the homeless guy goes missing. Yeah, exactly. Who's gonna notice? Why'd you use the name Joe? Ben, the, <laughs> but okay. Ben, the other homeless guy is gonna know that when Joe's not there. But anyway, you use a different weapon, and also something that a lot of people don't realize is, um, when it comes to serial killers, a lot of, they can do this thing where they triangulate where a lot of the killings happen, and they kind of um, they can get a rough estimation of where this killer is operating within. So they know he's operating within a certain area. They can like triangulate the points between the bodies, like where he, where he's dropping off these bodies. So if you go outside of that, you don't even have to hide the body. So what, you just go in the center of that area? Yeah, so like, someone it, kills three people and it makes a triangle because they're all in different areas? Yeah, you know he's operating within that zone. Okay. I, and uh, like, it, like it's just like a pattern. Everything is a pattern. 
but you wouldn't even really need to hide the body. There was this one uh, serial killer, um, what was his name, Richard Kuklinski, I think. Uh, he worked for the mob, the Gambino crime family, I think, in New York. And he, I forget what his estimated kill count was, but it was absurd. And uh, like, there was a lot of times where he didn't even make an effort to kill the body. To hide could, the body, you mean? Yeah, to hide the body. I mean, he did sometimes. Uh, a lot of times when he would do that, dispose of a body, he would freeze them to... Uh, Keep the stench? No, no, no. To confuse the time of death. So they couldn't oh. figure out what time of death it was. Um, that So they car- called him the Iceman. But uh, he would always change his weapons. Like, all the time. Like, he killed one guy with a crossbow, one guy with a knife. Like, he would do guns. He he was, like, six foot something. He actually hung somebody over his shoulder. Like, where he Whoa. took a rope and hung some Like... And he used, like, a Molotov, like, Molotov cocktails. He used poison. Like, this guy was crazy. And I watched his entire interview. It was very strange because I don't think that they're a lot different than anyone else. Everyone always fascinated with serial killers. But... They're just the most... They, they're they just like... They're just like everyone else. They just happen Apart to kill people. Apart from the fact that they've killed, massacred, and eaten people. They're yeah, normal. Some of them eat them. But, yeah, they're just a dude. They, they have favorite colors. They have favorite pets. <laughs> probably. I mean, they probably feel maybe a little bit different than us, but, like, there's a lot of people that feel it. Like, nobody really feels the same. And the majority of them had really, really messed up, like... Childhoods? Childhoods. The majority of them. Usually, usually when you see somebody with a messed up life, especially a man, you know that that guy has very likely had some kind of father figure problems. Very uh, likely. I think with women, too. That as well, yeah. There's this, uh... Oh, crap. I seen a meme. It was the funniest. It was actually really sad, but it was actually kind of funny. Um, uh, dang, I forget how the meme goes. It's a funny meme. It was a funny meme. Something about uh, LGBT um, people, and it was just like... One thing, or put your finger down if you have. I guarantee you. If oh, you're I know part, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. I can guarantee you if you're a part of the LGBT community, you don't have all five of these. You don't have all five of these. I forget what all of them were, but nobody could say. The first a good one was like a clean room. The yep. second one was father figure. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then was... nobody could, nobody could put it down. <laughs> like a good relationship with their father or whatever. I was I just I, like, I think I saw the same thing. That was. Really funny. Well, it's, it's so weird because if you think about kids, a lot of them kind of gravitate towards their moms, and I don't know. The dad usually is like the the disciplinarian, the discipline, but also like the sidekick parent. Because dude, a lot of people are always like, like if a dad has to watch his kids, they're yeah. like, oh, you have to babysit, you have to babysit, like. It's not babysitting if it's your kid. No, it's that's, called parenting. Have you heard people say that? Like, yeah, people say people ask me, "Oh, you you got your uh, you're babysitting your son today?" I'm like, "No, I'm, he's I'm my, my son. It's my my kid being I'm, a parent. I'm and, going to be like with my kid." Back the mom, but like a lack of a dad is huge. Like, I don't think fathers realize how big of a impact they really do. All have. fathers are absent fathers. I heard that before, and it's kind of true. Well, I'm right here All right now. All fathers are absent fathers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you should. Why aren't you with your? I would son? like. I would like you to explain how you think father. that's true. Because the person that is around all the time was my mom, 
She was all, like these days. I don't know if anymore, but typically, yeah, in old-fashioned standards, women were the one at were, were the ones at home taking care of the kids. So they were always around, but the father always has to be away working. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but my dad growing up was a workaholic. He was a grinder, like a grinder. It explains where he got where he did. Yeah, and uh, you know he just. That's true, because when I guess away. when a mom wakes up, a lot of them do have to work, but the ones that are stay-at-home moms, they, it's like, oh, I'm gonna be with my kid all day. The dad wakes up before the family most times. Is that work? Working, working. But like they're doing it for the family. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're. I know what it means, but like, they're not necessarily absent. Uh, no, no. I I get just, this quote though. It makes sense. Just away from home, like because because you work. Yeah, and, and you're away and, from your son all day, but like you're working for your family. Yeah, absolutely. And also, like I, I'm not. I'm honestly, I'm not home all the time. Like I, I do this podcast. I have meetings with a mentor. I like I do certain things yeah. with, that are not with my family. But when I'm with my family, like that's number one. That's important. Yeah. Well, that's you have to raise your kid. If you think about like kind of your values in life, your family is your central. Yeah. Unless you're like you don't like your family that you're that you've made, which it's very rare. What do you mean? Like most guys, like most dads, their family is like the course. You work because of your family. You're not mm-hmm. working because of you want to go spend money on yourself, and you know what I mean. Like single guys are just working, like saving money for whatever. Guys that have families, it's like you're working to provide for multiple people. Like, ha- that's what you. That's what you're working for. That's the reason. Right now, my reason for work, I mean, it's kind of just for myself, and I'll be married in a month, so like it'll be for me and my my wife. I have no kids. I have nothing to. Like my mindset on work will totally change. It's almost like you get more ambitious to work after. I I will say the first part of marriage, where it's just you and you and your wife. It's it's not that much different. You're now adjusting to the life with each other. Work life is not really much different because you both have a job. Mm-hmm. But once you have a kid, you lose half your income. Yeah. And that's where things get tough. That's where you get tested. And you like you have more responsibilities. You have to be with this kid. You have to be with your wife. You're the one who's working. And then you come home and you're tired from work. And your wife's been home all day and she wants to get out of the house. And you just want to chill on the couch. <laughs> so like there's there's things that you, like I don't know once you have a kid that's where life changes that's where life really changes that's where time for me started to fly it didn't really until afterwards now dude my kid is three no you're always busy right exactly yep. if you're always busy then everything just flies by mm-hmm. very very true I mean for me personally I don't think of my dad as an absent dad. Like, I have a better relationship with him than I do with my mom. But that's because, like, my dad, he, he made an effort to make time for me. Like, he he used to be like, hey, Willie, what are you doing? Like, you want to play cards or something like that? I mean, when I was younger, we used to go fishing, but he hasn't renewed his fishing license, so we haven't gone <laughs> in, like, a long time. Hound him, man. Get him on that fishing license. Yeah, Willie's I, dad. I, I, really, I really should. Get all your fishing license. Man. All it all it takes is go to Canadian Tire and pay fifteen bucks. Is it no, really more than fifteen? No, they're way more than that. Then. No, like, you can get a day license for fifteen bucks. Well, well, a day license is different. Yeah, I mean, That's yeah, but like, scam. if you can, you can go fishing tomorrow. Is what I'm saying. 
We could, dude, but I got work tomorrow, man. <laughs> just buy for his birthday. Buy him a fishing license. It's win-win. There you go. Big I, I actually should. His birthday is on the twelfth. There you go. There That's now, now you know what you're getting him. You're welcome. Great. I I actually, I this is gonna be a big downgrade, because like I love my dad. Like he's great. Um, he I bought him an Apple Watch last year for his uh, birthday. So Damn, I. Drop some racks. I drop that, racks, man. man. When I drop racks on people that are important to me, generous I'm guy, guy. Very generous. You want to be friends? With- <laughs> 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 kidding. And just uh, meant after it's like, hey, you want to be? Friends? Hey, uh, you want to hang out every day? <laughs> all the, all you want to be best friends? That'd be great. <laughs> Can I be your dad? <laughs> <laughs> You're not <Yeah>. my dad. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to introduce the subject change here. Okay. There you go. I don't Do know it. if any of you guys have heard. Nice and bold. Um, our, our resident Hitler fan, Kanye West, has been missing for a while. Yeah. Turns out mm. he went to rehab. Is he in rehab? That's what I... I I've, I've heard, heard he went missing. I've been really nervous that they're going to kill him off. Right. Rehab like, for what? I, I don't know for what exactly, but someone told me he was in rehab. If he's actually in rehab, he was. I genuinely believe he was forced. Because that man was not in any me interest going to rehab. No, I, th- I think his uh, PR can, his PR uh, team just like chloroformed him and brought him away because like we can't deal with this Hitler stuff anymore. No, I, I think it's kind of s- suspicious that he went missing because oh, very rehab is not something because he was off his meds all the time. People telling him, "Dude, keep keep using your meds." I re- I remember this Pete Davidson bit where he's like, "Dude, I use my meds all the time." Like, oh, dude, that's just flowing with. That's Dude, just what, going what with Pete? Yeah, that that whole fiasco with Pete Davidson. Oh, I hate Pete Dav. I hate Pete Davidson, man. I want to beat the snot out of that guy. You know what? One He's of my got the dumbest face. You know what? One of my favorite moments in movie history was. What's that? The Suicide Squad, the second movie, oh, when he, when he where just he gets, gets obliterated. his face shot off. Yeah, that's a good scene. <laughs> yeah, Schmidt Schmidt watches that scene on repeat every I time do. he gets a little. That's bit how frustrated. I wake up in the morning. You know how people have like morning alarms? Hey, Why is just his Pete face. Davidson getting shot in the head? Damn. Shoot him in the to. face. I hate him. <laughs> All right. If Pete's, his death fuels my mornings. <laughs> Pete, Pete Davidson ever actually dies, we know who it was. It was me. It was I hate him. He's he, such a he admits it. He's such a goober, man. Why? He's such a goober. He gets a tattoo of, of Kim Kardashian. My girl, my woman is a lawyer. Some dumb thing. It's so dumb like that. That is very now dumb. He, now he changed it. Something like my giraffe is a lawyer or something. Like he tweaked the tattoo because it's not either they broke up. It's something stupid now. Anyway, he changed it to an animal as his lawyer or whatever. Now he's got a big animal tattooed there too. That's and he has weird. a tattoo on the side of his ear of uh, he did the Ariana Grande Grande bunny. bunny. Now he tweaked that to look like the Playboy label, like the logo of Playboy. Mm-hmm. Like he's such a goober. He gets that, tattoos yeah. of other like of his exes, and then they always break up with him. It's like, but he's a goober. They yeah. break up with him. Yeah. Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian did not get broken up with. He's he's, he's a little leech, man. She's a billionaire. Why? He's worth yeah. what? Five ten million? At maybe. Most. There's no way she, he broke up with her. There's yeah, no way. Pete, Pete Davidson. He's just like he. I don't know how he must have like W Riz to get with these. <laughs> like he got with Ariana Grande and Kim Kardashian, and he's not very like attractive. Well, that's uh, in He's my opinion. Okay. In, my, in my opinion, that's the uh, yeah. that's an elite strategy. Guys, oh, I literally got it right. It's he ch- he tweaked it to my giraffe is a lawyer. Look at that. 
Dang. Yeah, he, and he used to say, my girl is a lawyer. He turned oh girl gosh. into giraffe. That like is, that's, that's he's such crazy. a goober, man. He looks cracked out all the time. Like yeah. He yeah. always looks like he's like, on drugs. Does that not look like the kind of guy you just want to punch in the face? <laughs> very <laughs> much. He has a very punchable face. Really. I, I, that's I the most punchable face I've I ever seen in my life. Like well, someone needs to get one of those like punching dummies. And put Pete Davidson's face Give on me that. This. Give me that right now. I'll punch Dan it. will buy Give that me right now. so fast. I want it right now. Hit, hit me up with that Amazon Prime shipping. I'll take it. Bro, when's your Joey. birthday? I'll get you one made. What? What's, July 27th. What's your Bet. side on it? Like Because you, you seem side? like you're on the opposite you side of the Pete funny? Davidson thing. I could, like, I I honestly don't care at all. I've seen his movie, King of Staten Island, and it was, I thought it was a good movie. That's it. That's my opinion. It mm. is a good movie, but I still hate him. Yeah, I have no opinion on him. Is whatever is what it is. I think it was the fact that he called out my my boy Kanye. Basically mm-hmm. said like, "Get on meds, dude. It's not cool what you're doing. You're little wimp for." Like, he hit him with a bunch of texts, and then he sent like a picture of him and Kim in bed, and said, "I'm with your your wife." So he's kind of a like, that's, that's that's that, not that's cool, a douche man. mood. Mood's Disrespectful. Yeah, that's pretty douchey. But I don't know. I don't pay attention. I honestly, I don't care. I'm too busy just with. Whatever I'm doing. I mean, Joey's just too busy running. He's just too busy playing Call of Duty every day. I live with the guy. You're not too busy. No, like I just, I. You don't care. I'm too busy. You don't associate with pop culture, which is actually smart. I'm too busy to be consumed with my own thoughts to worry about what Pete Davidson's doing. I I just kind of like hear about like from what other people say. Yeah, like I'm. I'm not actively on. Like Pete Davidson's social media, seeing what he did this time. Oh, I'm not either. I like, just hate the guy. I just see like the big headlines, like uh, like with Kanye going missing. Like I saw that. And... I didn't even see that. Somebody told me that. Yeah. You I know mean... who I hate equally as much, if not more. Hmm. Greta Thunberg. Oh, Greta Thunberg. <laughs> I know this is <laughs> this is where I'm bringing the conversation because she called out Top G Andrew Tate. Like, you, you just going after the top G, like, that is a terrible idea. She tweeted at him, called him, said he had a small wang, and he got arrested. And the fun, okay, I want to talk about his arrest, his arresting, because everyone is so dumb. Everyone is like, oh, he got arrested, haha, he's in jail. He got swatted because someone, like, pranked him. If you're familiar with Aiden Ross, he's a, he's a Twitch streamer. He always gets swatted because his address gets leaked, so people... People, like, call the whatever, whoever you call it, and says, they, they this man has a hostage situation, and that ends up getting getting this this the streamer's house raided. It's happened, like, three times on stream where he's got raided by SWAT, or swatted or whatever. Now they did Top G. They found him in Romania, and they, and they swatted him. They like literally a- swatted him for a hostage situation. Everyone, the headlines, all the headlines went crazy that it was because of his sexual assault charges. It had nothing to do with that anything whatsoever and then everyone's going like praising Greta Thunberg because she just tweeted at at him and then that happened all these stupid people on my Instagram are like "Ah, it's karma it's what he it's what he gets it doesn't matter he's still top G doesn't matter what they say he's top G and he'll always be top G and then I I heard him talking about it he said yeah I was swatted I was I was arrested he's like I don't want to live in a country where a hostage situation isn't taken seriously. So I, I respect the police for what they did. He's yeah. like, if, if if they get a call that someone has women held hostage, he said, I want to live in a country where they do exactly what they did to me. He was released 45 minutes later because they swatted his house. Nothing was there because it was a lie. 
He get, he goes back to his house. He, he said he had to go back to the station to fill out a little bit of paperwork. Goes home. The headlines are like, oh, he's in jail for sexual sh- assault. Oh, I hate... I hate he's just dude, I hate media. Man. It's such a lie. It's all twisted. That's the thing. Like, they, they say they, uh, he gets arrested, so they jump to... They jump arrest, they jump jail, they jump to everything. Like, I literally, they, some people messaged me, like, some well, some dude I know, he's like, oh, I know you like uh, Andrew Tate, so uh, just so you know, he's in jail for sexual assault. Straight to I jail. Hit him with, I hit him with some facts, man. I'm like, no, he's not in jail. Do some research. Get off of CBC.com or whatever you're watching off of. It's all fake. It's all lies. Everything left wing is propaganda. I'm not, I'm not left. I'm not right. I make my own decisions. I would say even right wing is propaganda. It's all propaganda. Dude, there is propaganda in there dude, for sure. It's it's a big left versus right, and then they fight against each other. And they I think we already talked about it. It's like the the ant. Our conspiracy theories are way cooler than the the. Well, I'm gonna say the right's conspiracy theories are way cooler than the left's. Yeah. Yeah. And the, also yeah. have, well, you know what? Conspiracy. I like, like there's just certain conspiracy or quote unquote conspiracy theories that are just true. Like they're just true. Like the whole uh, like something that I found out today very interesting. Like you actually have to be, an idiot. Like like honestly, or just, it doesn't take a lot of brain power to realize some of these things so our food the way we like process food and what what gets put into our food is very bad for us and it's just not natural and um it's made for quantity over quality and it's killing people and most farmers are taught to farm the way they farm in universities like with all the like we kill a lot of microbes and stuff in the soil just by putting uh, some of the chemicals and fertilizers that we do into the, into the ground. But if you go to any college or university for farming, they're going to teach you that stuff, and that's how you're supposed to farm. Guess who funds all of these universities that teach modern farming? My, my Rockefellers? Uh, what, what no, it, big food. Well, what, is the, what is the government? No, uh, big food. <laughs> Jeopardy like, reference right there. Yeah. Oh, those who did not understand. You know what's really sketchy, dude? The whole the whole food thing. Like, I don't think we realize how toxic our food is here in North America. Like, I know Mexico is a lot cleaner because they don't. I feel like Mexican food is just a lot better for you. Tastes better than, too. Than American in Canada, we have such processed food, dude. If you the second you step out of Canada and USA, which for a lot of Americans they think that America is. That's just what the world is. It's just America. They're so hyper-focused. That's anywhere. Yes and no. We, as as Canadians, dude, we really follow American politics. Like, we're really, like, like, we really know what's going on under us. Like, a majority. Because a lot of stuff travels up here. Vice versa, they don't know anything about Canada. I went to Texas to talk. Like, my cousins had not a clue what Canada was. They, They heard couple whispers about Trudeau. That's all they knew. It's like they don't follow us like we follow them. We follow them. We follow the UK. We follow... We follow a lot. I mean, you know, 2016, the whole Trump versus Hillary Clinton thing. Yeah, that was huge here. Everyone was on that. Like, people knew more about the US election than they did about the Canadian election, which I find garbage. And like, Amer- you need to know your own election process. You need to know who's running, like, who... like. And I know sometimes, 
like I'm sure some votes don't count. Like people just like, eh, they're probably gonna vote for that. Like I don't think they count every single ballot. I'm gonna interject real quick. You said U.S. and then immediately after you said U.K. Conspiracy that my mentor told me about. The U.S. and the U.K. they walk hand in hand. What one does, the other does. They copy each other. Who? The U.S. and the U.K. That is so cap. Just yeah, watch. I don't believe. Just that. watch. No, have you like seen some of the laws that are in U.K.? Like what? So you have to have a license to get a TV. Yeah, you actually have to have a license to get a TV. You can't own any guns. Like the, you can't own any knives. You have to have a license for a certain size kitchen knife. Maybe in I certain. I don't know if that's across the board though, dude. I feel like the U like the UK is a mix. Of knives are illegal there. The UK is like saying North America because there's tons of little countries in the UK, right? United Kingdom. So it's a bunch. Of, in, the United that's not just one country. Yeah, but knives are illegal there in the UK. In all the countries there. I just know that they are very restricted on a lot of stuff. Not saying, like, there's probably um, uh, similarities, but there's big differences. Yeah, like, no, like, it's a different country, that's for sure. But, like, the, the big moves that happen, like, uh, like for instance, COVID-19 lockdowns would have happened around the same time. Okay. Like, yeah, but we big, follow them, big too, things. here in Canada. That's true. Yeah, we we almost had them for some of the longest and and out of most countries, but uh, like I'm talking I'm talking things that aren't like when I say conspiracy theories, I'm talking about things that aren't theory like actually Fact. theories. Like I'm talking things that are blatantly evident, but people would just call them theories because they just want to trust that everything's okay and take the blue pill and just be in blissful ignorance because they're just too afraid to actually realize what's going on like i don't i don't trust our pharmaceuticals at all and i don't even i don't even trust i don't trust our entire medical system not because that the people working there are bad people or that they want to cause harm you know there's a lot of like smart people there and they do save lives and stuff like that but when it comes to psychologists psychiatrists doctors who do you think funds all these schools that all these students go to to become doctors and nurses or psychologists or psychiatrists who funds all these uh these institutions that teach these people who are going into these professions it's the people that make the money who makes the money pharmaceutical companies companies that actually give like that enable them to have these medications they make that's where all the cash is yeah like is I, I was very suspicious because of how quickly the vaccine for COVID came out. They're just like, uh, they waited it like a year and they're like, oh, we got a vaccine now. So, and then they're making everyone inject it like every couple of months. And I just, the way I look at it, like as of right now, there are no differences if you have got it or, or if you had got the vax or not. I mean, like how society will treat you. Like, there's nothing that a vaccinated person can do that an unvaccinated can't do, except cross into the states. But that's American law. American law is right... Right now is restricting unvaccinated people into their country, but Canada itself is allowing unvaccinated in of any country. So literally, if you got vaccinated in Canada, good for you, but there was literally... You don't have, you don't have any special perks as of right now. Might you might, but it depends on which. Profession. I mean, maybe virtue. Like you feel so good about yourself, you wanna virtue signal. Yeah, like oh, I'm I'm a good person. You're not like that crap. But I think I think that uh, you know, 
a lot of this stuff is uh it applies to everything not just medical stuff it yeah applies 100%. to food and it applies to uh even like for control like changing the social construct like you like if you got money a lot of these institutions if they got money they can just pay anybody to teach anything in any school because their school is run by them right because without their money it would never even exist back to food though like kind of how you're talking about quantity over quality of food dude we have some of the most processed food on the planet in our country and in the states is a little bit worse i lived in guatemala for three months as i've mentioned a million times i ate like a dog out there i ate so much food i probably ate 50 percent more food than i eat right now like i was eating and i lived in a town where the family that i lived like i lived with a specific family right so it was like parents and then two kids and then i literally had my own room in their house i was part of their family for for with that specific family i was with them for 10 weeks the mom would always go to the market to make like in the morning she'd go to the market grab a chicken that had just been killed like an actual just chicken takes a chicken home cooks it prepares a amazing meal i eat it i'm I'm eating 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 i i come back from my program i dropped over 20 pounds just I had not done any serious exercise out there. Like I had just normal amount of exercise, just walking around, twenty pounds, and I ate a ton of food. The only thing I can coin that to is the fact that I think that their food is just genuinely way better for you. you know, the animals that are raised over here are so unnatural. It's like very unnatural in the way, like the hormones, steroids, and it's even in our plants. And like they, they say, corn-fed beef. Like yeah, even it's that, so like horrible. dude, beef, beef eats grass. Like, natural beef will go out and eat grass. Corn-fed beef, that's already a lie. I just listened to it on the Joe Rogan podcast. That marbled beef that everybody's crazy about, if you found that, like he said, if you, if you would find that in a person, they would be a very sick person. Like, that would not that, be that's healthy. That type of meat. Yeah. yeah, and that's what everybody wants. But really, it's very unnatural. And then that's what we eat. So that's what a lot of people become. Because you are what you eat. Like, but if you're going to eat like trash... The UK... Going back to the UK, they banned like hormones and stuff in their food, which is awesome. And that the UK is intertwined with Iceland. I went to Iceland last year. I'm telling you, I ate I ate food there, but it never felt like it filled me up because I think we have so much, so many fillers in our food here, like just crap in there that's meant to make you more full. Like I would eat there, and it just never seemed like enough. Like I always felt like I was hungry there. Another case of and and all the food there was healthy. Like you get a burger, it's it's, it just feels cleaner. I don't I can't even explain it. Yeah. It's just a whole different. I think if it wasn't for some ties to this country that I have, I would love to move somewhere like Central America, somewhere like there that I know it's just genuinely good for your body. Yeah, yeah, the food for sure. The food would be, but who knows? There's probably something else that's gonna slap you in the back. Like, yeah, but you buy a nice house, nice town cares it would be sweet but uh you know there's there's bad things in every country there's uh like we were talking before money is a root of all evil and that that corrupts a lot of stuff but not even just that it's also just the people in general in the last little while um i remember this one time this one lady said something about 
oh, I hate people. I said I love people. And I always had that opinion for like a real, like since I was like, since I can remember, always been a big people person. And just in the last little while, I've just realized that every single individual, everyone, including myself, every person is an absolute piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> that, that's, even, that's biblical as well, dude. Like, it, says, it says in the Bible, the heart is deceitful above all else. Like That's saying that your heart is more evil than anything else that's out there. I don't know, dude. These last couple months have just uh, turned me into a, like Sigma more of, more of a pessimist. Just becoming G. Just I I just I'm starting to give less and less of a shit of anything. It doesn't matter, really. It doesn't. I like, just don't care. Anything anything in this life, dude. It it's meaningless. I mean, obviously there's some things that you have to watch out for. But at the end of the day, I don't know, like it, once we're faced with eternity, we're not going to think about this here. Like the 70 years that we live on this earth is, is just so short and, and meaningless compared to what all of eternity is going to be. Think about it this way. If there's a bird that takes one piece of sand. Uh-uh. What? I was making a uh-huh. bird sound. Oh. One piece of sand at a time, a thousand years to a different place, and it flies a thousand years back and grabs the next piece of sand until the entire earth is emptied. You can consider that the beginning of eternity. That's like the first couple seconds. Dude, that just sketches you out. Like, if you think about that, that's nuts. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And you can switch that 1,000 number to a million and it would apply the same. Well, time is not a construct, right? No, time doesn't exist. I can't wait to not live on the clock, man. Yeah. We live on the, we literally are, if you th- you want to know what you're a slave to, it's the clock. Oh, Time. Yeah. You literally let the clock tell you what to do. Oh, the clock says 10:30. Bedtime. Bedtime. The <laughs> clock says 6. Get up. The, you literally are letting time control you. Yeah, there it is. There's my intellectual thought of the day. J- just sleep for the week. <laughs> Stop just. looking at the clock. Just show up to work whenever you want. That's my yep. So Your then boss it's will you. love you. It's you, because you you don't actually have to go to work. You don't actually have to really do anything. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, I know people that don't you can work. Stand and they on stop the coffee money. table, right now. I thought about it the other day on the way back from Toronto. I just bought my car. Just slight flex. Um, Rich guy. <laughs> I was driving beside my wife, and I was talking to Jonah, and I was saying, dude, like right now, I have the choice. To just take her vehicle out. <laughs> like, I could just turn into her car and, and take us both out. I have that choice. I could do that. And there would be nothing stopping me from that. That That's true. Like, I, I've thought about it a lot before. Like, the only reason that people don't crash into each other is because there's a mutual agreement to stay on either side of the yellow line. If people just decided not to just... Dude, as fast as yeah. semis fly by, like if you're in a lane, you're going past the semis coming head on, like uh, opposite lane. That speed that they're, dude, if you if you even swerve into that at all, or they swerve into you, boom, you're done. That's it. That's your life. End of credits. Roll the credits. They don't have to be going that fast. Like if you look at a train. Oh, I know. I'm uh, saying that's uh, how fast you can die. Well, it's the momentum. You, yeah, I was gonna say it's the momentum. Like they got like what ten thousand pounds on the back of their truck. Yeah. 
And it's 60, if it's 60 kilometers and 60 kilometers, <coughs> technically the collision happens at 120 kilometers. Plus your, no, that's not even accurate because let's say this, the semi is 60 and 60, like you said, it's 120 coming one way. You're going 90 the other way. Those two collide. You're at 120 plus 90. You're at 210 kilometer impact because that's how you add it up. You, you do them together. That's the impact that's, of the collision. That's what I just said. 60 coming this way. Oh, 60 coming I thought you meant way. like the trailer itself was also pushing in. No, no. Well, no, that trailer, like, every single item in that trailer is moving at 60. Exactly. That's, yeah. what, I, that's what I was thinking. That inertia. Now. You're going to be wrecked. Oh, yeah. Or not even a chance. That's why I, why I always get freaked out when I, when I see like the... the like low cars going underneath the trailer, like you, you always see you, that. <laughs> I don't always see that. Sorry, but I've seen it in movies. But like, if you try that in real life, and it works, like for you to be fully underneath. Oh, dude, there's and you so just hit the brakes for this smallest second, you're dead. <laughs> like you're crushed. Like, well, because what will happen is the truck will just drive over your car. Yeah. So you're you're screwed. Do like, you see? Have you seen aftermath pictures of vehicles who hit semis? It is yes. absolutely sad. They just turn into pancakes, and there's literally a human. It's yeah. like you ever have one of those donuts where it has some jelly inside. Yeah, you're the jelly inside. You get juiced, man. <laughs> yeah, it's very crazy. Have you ever seen pictures of people that have gotten hit by a train? No, that's insane. I seen. What do you mean pictures? Get, they get they reassemble the body parts. No, just like the aftermath. I seen this video. This donkey. It's, it's standing it. on the tracks, and this train is coming. And honestly, trains they don't, they don't even look like they're going that fast. Because realistically, I don't actually know how what the average like the trains that I I've would say seen, over two hundred clicks. Mm-mm. Not even no way. close. Way slower than I think. They probably trains, go like sixty. They probably go slower than the average person does on the average road. Okay, but that's, but that's the momentum. They got exactly. hundreds of thousands of pounds exactly. on that train. That's, that's the thing. That's why it takes them so long to stop. And because I s- they have to like stop all the momentum as well. Yeah, every single cart. So you're getting hit with every single cart. And I seen a video of this train hitting a donkey, and it actually it was like somebody put a, a like a bomb in the inside of the stomach of the donkey, and it just. Oh, I believe exploded i have this uh, article from countspeed.com that says the average speed of a train is 80 kilometers per hour dang really how about a bullet train they go over 200. over 200 i want to ride in a bullet train if you would get i'm hit, going to japan if you would get hit by a bullet train you would be vaporized i don't even think they would find you would turn into a mist like like one part of you is in south america the other one's in iceland yeah <laughs> well, you, be, you become an airborne disease yeah <laughs> Like, like, like you have say say you have uh, COVID and you get vaporized by the train. And just everyone you spread it to everybody you. there. Yeah, through just the vents. Gas everybody. Exactly. Like that's <laughs> like I think the same thing about cremating. Like you cremate someone, you just spread their ashes. Like someone just inhales your dead dad. Like, what? what what's that? That's <laughs> yeah, disgusting. I saw one where someone threw the. <laughs> They threw the ashes out in front of them, but the wind caught and it just all flew into them. Like, flew back into their face. Like, you know how nasty that is? Knowing you have dead, burnt corpse on your face? Spe- oh, speaking I saw of- this uh, guy. He had a vase of his dad. He dropped it. And uh, he didn't say anything, right? And his mom just assumed it was dust and just vacuumed up her <laughs> husband. And the, but the he guy- went for a ride, eh? <laughs> yeah, the guy is just sitting there. 
looking horrified because it's just vacuuming up his dad. And I just I'm always sketched out by cremation. I don't know. I could care less. I'm not gonna get. I already I already decided I'm not getting cremated. Speaking on that, turned into a tree. I I told I told my wife and she hasn't agreed with me yet. But I told her, don't even get me a coffin. Just dig a hole and chuck me it's in. It's illegal. It's literally illegal. Is it illegal? Frank. Yeah, it's yeah. illegal. It's really stupid, but All it right, is illegal. Get four pieces of plywood. Boom, 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 boom. Drop me down and be done. And, and then there's the plywood not, out. There's I'm some not, serious regulations on how you get buried. But Why? I'm not trying to spend. Dude, you know what they do? They take 10, you to the morgue. They take all your blood and stuff out. They fill you with really toxic chemical, like really toxic stuff. Then they put you in a box inside of a concrete vault. They throw you in a box vault. inside a crop, concrete vault, and you leak all that out after time. So you're basically everybody that gets buried, like at least since they've come up with this stupid method, all that crap seeps into the earth, like this really toxic chemical. But mm. I'd rather that than uh, cremation. I honestly would rather have somebody like torch me. I said another another idea is that the old ancient boat idea. You fill it with straw, shove the boat in the water, and that's have an cool. archer. That's cool. That's that's actually, if I could get a funeral, I've said for years that if I die, I would love to be sent off like that. Just that's with a, very, a torch in a, in a river. Very good way to go. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but doesn't your body just lake? fall into the water? Probably, I don't know. Well, you burn up, and like the wood, like the no, boat no, burns the boat's gonna and then, crunch out. Before and then you, you just fall burn. and you sink into the lake, and then you just slowly deteriorate. It just looks time. cool. Yeah, I think it's so a, too. It's a very cool way to go. It's, you're a, not the it's a very good send off, but you heard about the guy that donated his mom's body to like research. The Mr. Ballin video. The military took the body and used it as a as a pr- like dummy practice. Well, because c- the company that took her body, this yeah. guy, his his mom. So his mom had like a very rare form. This is a true story. A rare, a very rare form of Alzheimer's, and so he wanted to donate his uh, his mom's body after she passed to science so that they could help other people in the future with this type of Alzheimer's, you know, to study it. Um, but the company that took it was actually a very corrupt company, and they ended up selling his mom's body without him knowing about it, without having his permission, sold it to the military to do IED testing and put her body under a chair and detonated a bomb underneath <laughs> the chair and the only thing that was left was like I think a piece of her hand or something, and he ended up getting it sent to him. What? And so he, he still found out that? Yeah, he found out eventually that they just used her mo- his mom's oh, body I for bomb just testing. Never wanted to that, know. That's horrible. Like, and and he donated it, and then someone yeah. made, someone was like someone took a. They're like, here, I have rare form of Alzheimer's. Figure it out and try and treat it. But you know what's even more concerning? So they, why is the military using bodies? Because it's the like uh, you can get really ultimate, lifelike dummies. Ultimate test subject, like yeah, yeah but that's, whether like you, it's you ultimate get, or not, you get so the, immoral. Let him finish. Sorry. You you get the uh, like you get your fake stuff right, but nothing compares to the actual human being. Like they they can't recreate like a, a human. Like they can't actually create our like our flesh and everything. Like. They can get close. They can get pretty darn close. But they can't get to the actual thing. I mean, you could also just use pigs. That's what I was going to say. Just use a piggy. Pigs are the closestly, like, anatomically correct exactly. to humans close. out of anything, Not any animal. 
But what do you what do you need replica. what do you need accuracy for when the thing goes boom? Yeah, like you're gonna make a boom. I'm, boom. I'm, I'm saying that like they didn't need a body for this IED testing, but they needed the body to test this Alzheimer's. Yeah, exactly. Which right. makes no sense as to why they would use that. Like, blow up a pig, boom, you got bacon. Well, oh, this company was like investigated like crazy and it was uh found to be very corrupt and i don't know if this is a part of the story but i believe in one of their facilities they found a body that was strung up that was a male body that had a um i think yeah i think it was a male body with a female head sewn to the body and it was like strung like like strapped to like a wall or something like like something really creepy like something really weird was in one of the facilities that's crazy uh, moral of the story right. don't donate any part of your body science Anywhere. can suck it <laughs> no not actually but i don't know for me personally i don't i don't really want to do something like that because yeah i'll be dead so i it won't really affect me but i'm i'd still rather not be blown up by an ied or something like that like if i have a an a weird disease that they can investigate sure but i want that to be guaranteed i just don't care if i'm dead i'm dead like that's true you don't care if you get absolutely like blown up that would be sick <laughs> that would be sick all right that, that's probably nah, your dude. number one way to go but for all i care <laughs> They, I could get like eaten by some random dude, and I would just, I wouldn't care. I'm dead. Why would I care? It's like it's just my body. It's a meat suit. It's like a VR headset exactly. that we use to interact with the world. For you, you wouldn't care, but like your friends and your family, they just hear that your body was someone's chewing up body. I wouldn't be very happy. Eaten and swallowed, like, like for <laughs> you, you wouldn't care because you're dead. But your family is just like, well, they they think that. It, it's incredibly disrespectful for them to think of you of you being just eaten and something like that, like or blown to smithereens. It's just it it feels disrespectful and feels like it's I don't know making your just like saying you're pretty much worthless, which you are after you're dead. You're Not just saying worthless, you are, Joey. But for that, but. Uh, they have the memories of you still there, so for them it feels yeah. rough. I'm not gonna lie, if you got, if your body got eaten after you died, it's low key funny. We, we would I, I would, I would have a crack. <laughs> no, I would be curious how it tasted. <laughs> it's low key funny, dude. Schmidt would go try it. Yeah, like, you know, I could do that. Like, not to be rude, but if I was, if I had to eat human meat, I don't know if I would eat yours. Why? What's wrong with mine? You just eaten beaver and stuff before, like all that. But that's a natural. You could have man. some like ter- parasites in you, man. What do you mean that that hey, beaver? You know that beaver is healthier than your average grocery store chicken. That's my opinion, that's man. True. I just don't want to eat you. Hey, I remember this. I'd one. rather eat like a model. <laughs> what? Some Why? dude? They're like, I don't know, like the starved. highest. It's like that's like a sirloin steak right there, man. I want the highest on the menu. That's a sirloin steak right there. No, I'm not saying he's not a sirloin. <laughs> this is. I'm <laughs> saying. I'm saying he eats anything. I don't uh, eat. Uh, well, I, I, re- I like trying weird stuff. I'll, I'll say that much. I remember this one time, uh, we were out on a cabin trip, and we had this squirrel stew. 
Yeah, that could have been like made that. better. It just needed more seasoning. I yeah, think. that's that's what it was missing. It was just under seasoning. That was the problem, not the fact that it was a squirrel. It just didn't have enough salt. Dude, I've had a lot of game meat, and I freaking love squirrel. I have actually never tried game. Like the closest thing to game I've ever tried is goat. Oh, I've actually have never tried goat. Well, I have tried, tried actually goat? goat, but I've tried goat milk, which is gross. There's actually a butcher in this area who has meats that you can't find in stores. Where? I will find out possibly tomorrow. What kind find of meats? Out and then Joey send me the address. The I will. And dude, dude, we gotta we gotta have some barbecues. Yes, because I like, dude, I eat to, like I'll eat some weird stuff. I have yet to try snake. Like, dude, I, like I've I've watched this one show called the best ever uh, food review show, best ever food review show, and it's like one of my favorite YouTube channels. This guy just travels all over the place and tries all these crazy foods, and some of the things he eats is like whack. Like, really whack. Like, there's people that eat jellyfish. What? Box jellyfish? Uh, I don't know. But not box jellyfish, but they'll eat jellyfish. And I've I've st- stepped on, picked up uh, jellyfish before. There's a bunch of dead jellyfish on this one beach, and I accidentally would, like, step on one every now and then. And, like, I picked one up, and th- it feels... Like, when you step on it, when, when a jellyfish breaks apart, it feels <laughs> like you squeeze an Orby. It's exactly mm. what it feels like. Like it, like a like identical. Like it's actually just like weird jelly, and people. But can't eat they it. still sting you if they're on the ground like that? Uh, these were Arctic jellyfish, so I don't think they were dangerous to people, because uh, I picked up a bunch of them. I just Pe- handled them. Peanut butter and jellyfish. Peanut butter and jelly time. Yeah. <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly. I tried to get some of the bets, a lot of them back into the water, but there were so many on the beach that it was just whatever. And it was so weird. After they were in the sun for a long time, they just kind of like melted. It was very odd. How do you think yeah. you could eat that? Uh, dude, I, I don't know. People figure out a way. Dude, you toss that thing in a pan, a little bit of butter, saute it. Boom, a little bit of but it would and boom. Like Joey was just saying, it would end up melting. So maybe oh. you melt it into a stew. Uh, maybe it's just like a jello. I don't know. They, I don't know. I forget. I'm going to have to double check how they eat it. I wouldn't touch that. But um, uh, you know what? I would try it just for the sake of trying it. Like, just, just to say, hey, I ate a jellyfish. Like, I, I get that aspect of trying different stuff. But for me, I, I stick to my comfort foods. Like, Same. I'm, I'm Chicken, not trying to go. beef. Like, let's tot- like, be honest. Like, I don't even care if this is controversial. I would eat a bat. Wuhan to Not again. I would try it. I honestly would try it because, like, it's a rodent. Bro, though, would you eat a rat? Yeah, if it, if I caught you it, you would in eat the, a, a rat on a stick. I would eat a rat if I caught it in the jungle or like deep in a forest, very far away from people. I would have no problem eating with a rat. A rat. Would you eat a New York City rat? Hey, that's no, disease. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't eat a New York City it's rat. Like 30, 40 pounds of pure. I, I don't eat. I won't even eat a domestic squirrel, like a, a squirrel that's in an urban area, like an urban squirrel, like urban gamey. I would not eat anything that's like near a town. No. Because that it just like would I said. Would you eat a raccoon? I have tried raccoon. Ew. Oh, um, I I don't I don't want to take away from your story. No, it's okay. But um, I was uh, driving home from Wheatley like ten thirty on Monday, and just. Driving down the road, I just see a possum. I'm like, dang, there's there's wildlife out here, and I'm like, cool. And I'm just driving down the road. All of a sudden, I just see a pair of deer walk across the road. I'm like, what? I'm like, why is there so much wildlife in Wheelie? Like, this is the first time I've ever seen 
a deer or a possum or anything like that. You've never seen a deer or I've a really? never seen a what? deer before. You what? live in the middle of town. I don't go into the woods. I'm oh, not an outdoors person. You ever seen a turkey? I have seen a turkey. We have a uh, town turkey in Tilbury right now. Like, I work in Tilbury. And, uh, it just chills in town? Like an actual town turkey. Like, it's the town turkey. Like, it's always in the middle of town, walks through the streets. Nobody has hit it with their vehicle. Everybody stops for it. It's just walking through the streets. I think this, I've seen this thing that chilling on somebody's car. That goes hard. <laughs> it's dope. just the town turkey. It's I would love to see have, that turkey. Just driving, like, in the middle, like, right by where the subway is, Circle K. It's there almost every day. Just chilling right in the square. I heard that finally opened up there. That's what? Wheatley. He's talking Dope. Tilbury. You're talking about Wheatley. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tilbury. Wheatley is open now. You can drive through both, yeah, both you, sides. You can, hit, you can hit the whole intersection now, which is nice. Yeah. But, yeah. I um, I just, I'd never seen animals or anything like that before. Which You've never seen animals before? Well, I've seen animals before. <laughs> just not <laughs> yeah, a yeah, possum. Man, how deep in town did you live? Like, I live right next to the hospital. you never so seen I'm an animal? Right in town. I'm, I've seen squirrels and birds and stuff like that. But, like, a deer, I've... I've never seen as clear as this. Like I've seen Dang. antlers before, Dang. and but uh, out in like I have a bunch of family out in Mexico. Mexico is crazy, man. We're there once, right? And um, we see a sh- a shadowy figure in the field, like a ma- like a person. Our my my cousin's instinct is grab the shotgun and the flashlight and run after it. <laughs> I'm just like, well, I'm not gonna. I, I, I was terrified of being, like, without my cousin, like, because just, like, I so just, just had... just followed the, him? I had two cousins, right? And these are, like, my, my, like my favorite cousins, right? So I'm not just going to sit with my family, like, without them. So I'm just like, eh, screw it. Let's go find this guy. So we run out there, and we, like, heard this guy running through the, the pepper field, and... We, we couldn't find him after the fact, but but we were, like, 100% sure he ran and then just dove down. That's what I would was do. was able to hide somewhere in there. But, like, we were going all over the place. We just couldn't see it. I think, I think what he Why did was... searching he, out for the guy? That's the crazy thing. Man, there's Mexican a random figure in our, on our property. Yeah, you'll lock the gonna door, go man. Dude, this is an outdoor field. What do you expect? Go we into a house lock and the lock the door. We're not chickens. We will fight You're going to go look for a man in a field. Yeah, I'll do it. Well, we had a shotgun. That could be any man in the world, man. They have a shotgun. Yeah. What if he has <laughs> a shotgun, too? We have three people. One guy with a shotgun, one guy with a flashlight, and then me. <laughs> like, yeah, stun him with a shotgun. I'll go tackle the guy. Like, what? You think I'm a... I, I'm not, I ain't no punk. Not, I will not, not be you're tussled a punk, with. But, like, you get... <laughs> No. Um, yeah, one life you're gonna go chase the man in the field at night. I don't know exactly. Chase that, that's a very that's a very good point. We didn't chase the guy. We just went to go find him, see if he was just hiding somewhere. We we didn't end up finding. So him. So what was the game plan? Hey, excuse me, get out of the field. No, our pl- plan was to or go to shoot and him. shoot at him to scare him off. Ah, but we're, why? It, it's a bunch of Mennonites. Like we're non. They're non resistant. Non resistant. Yeah, so we're not gonna actually shoot something, like a person or anything, unless it's like like actual grave danger. Yeah. So we our plan was just to like intimidate him to buzz off, but our our um like my dad and my uncles and they're all just like, just stay here, leave it, don't go. 
We're like, screw that. He was in our backyard. So he's Wait, he was in your backyard? Yeah. Okay, so, I thought you just so said was he was... I thought you just meant that he was, like, out in the field and, he like... He was in the field, but the field was behind our house. Like, so it was, like, really close to your Are backyard? Are you sure it was oh, yeah. a person? Well, we saw, a, skin we saw a mill figure. It's a... It, I, we I just saw a shadowy figure. Man. I don't know. It could have been a skinwalker. It could have been. been. Admit it. It could have been a scarecrow that someone put up and then ditched. What? That but, makes so much <laughs> less sense. It was, I know, but I'm just saying it could have been. Being it could have been anything that just fell over. I I didn't see the figure. I just saw my cousins running and I ran with them. But it was it was like a really crazy experience. They ended up blaming it on a possum. I'm like, that was not no possum. Because you we were running out there. We heard something running through the field. Skinwalker. We pointed out there, and it was just gone. Skinwalker. That, I mean, I've been thinking it was. Something crazy like that. I don't know if necessarily a skinwalker, skin but walker. something of that realm of creepiness. Dude, I, I, I got a crazy theory about this. About? It's probably just a regular dude in your field. <laughs> and he probably just been. laid down in the field. <laughs> it could have been. Awesome. Why is there a random dude in the field? It's I mean, Mexico. Rob us, man. Dude, no, it, that is not a, it is not a good country. Like, if you aren't, like, prepared, you can very easily get robbed. I used to walk across fields all the time. So if somebody saw me in their field, I guarantee you that's not like a like a weird thing. No, but this is like the middle of the night. Like it's dark outside. And it's a little we, weird. We just like see cuz my my uh so my my grandma lives in a house here and then my uncle has a house on the same property like 200 feet away. Okay. And it was on my in the behind my uncle's house. In the field there. Like, was it, like, way out in the field, or, like... No, it was not way out in the field, maybe, like, 25, 30 feet into the field. Okay, that's pretty because, close to the house. Because he was walking towards the house, and the sensor lights kicked on. Okay, that's a trip. See, because... The, uh, the story's just getting crazier. And so, it, it freaked us out, because we're like, what is over there? And then we, like, because we're facing this way, towards the front of the house, and we just see the lights turn on the back. So, we... Bolt to the side, yeah, and then we just see a shadowy figure running. I I talked to a I have a buddy. He said the one time he was sitting in his basement, and then he heard somebody in his backyard or saw somebody in his backyard from his house. So he grabs a hammer, and just walks out the back door, and it's just the meter guy, and he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, you guys, you you told the story on the podcast when I think." I, I heard this exact story while listening to the podcast. Yeah, it was it was Johnny, and the guy was just like, "Whoa, buddy, you don't eat that." <laughs> and that Dude, that's happened to me too with a meter guy. Exactly, the amount of times this meter guy terrifies me, because like I would be like thirteen, chilling in my home, and I just like see this guy walking around the house. I'm like, "What are you doing?" Like we don't have any weapons in my house because my mom hates guns. She hates knives. She she doesn't want anything like that in our house. So we don't have anything, but uh, I I do think that we that most families, well I think all families should at least at least own one gun, just for like self defense, like you have one like you have the the male like the dad father figure of the household, he is the only one that can access. Well, anybody qualified, yeah. anybody that has proper training, or if you're exactly, like exactly like you need your you need to have your gun license to be able to access the gun. Yeah. 
Yeah, it should be locked up because there are little kids that would exactly. that have caused problems before. Like for me personally, I think most people should have a gun for for the only reason of home defense. Like someone breaks into your house, which you can't have in Canada, apparently. It, that's exactly actually there's why I a move. lot of loopholes on that. It's uh, it's untrue because I've I've heard like even Trudeau said. You cannot use your firearm for self-defense. Well, you know what? This prick needs to shut up because he doesn't... Man, he's walking... He, I guarantee you he has armed guards. Oh, Very yes, they have Absolutely. The, yeah. They've seen outlines of... Like, and... They've even done the fake arms around him. You know the. You know how sometimes... You know what I'm talking about, the yeah. fake arms? Yeah. So, if you don't know what the fake arms is, it's like bodyguards that walk around with a fake arm pulled out of the sleeve because the real arm's tucked under the jacket holding a like, two-handed weapon, like an AR or something. In uh, in our Bill of Rights, I believe it says that we can use any means necessary to defend ourselves if our life is in immediate danger. There are, like, in our, like, because the Bill of Rights, that's... You cannot touch the Bill of Rights. That's you can't like our Constitution, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, so I believe it says somewhere in there, like, a lot of people are mistaken when, like, the whole idea that you can't protect yourself with a firearm is just all propaganda. It is. It's all a lie. You can, actually, in Canada. Trudeau says you can't. He's like, there's no need for firearms for hunting. Uh, they're not for self-defense. Hmm, but he never I... says you're not allowed. He just says they're not for. Let's uh, have someone stick a gun in his face, see how he still feels after the fact. Well, that person mm. will die. <laughs> that person would very well, di- would re- very well Somebody's die. Somebody's tried it. it. Somebody's tried it. Say, on Trudeau? Someone's pulled an assassination attempt? Somebody already tried to do an assassination attempt on Trudeau. Some ex-veteran with his truck drove through oh, the I gate at his that. gated house with like a bunch of guns. And he planned, on go- he planned on going in and killing Trudeau, but he got caught before he could do it. Guns ablazing usually is a, a bad idea. Huh? Guns ablazing usually is a bad idea. Dude, Not in video games. In video games, no, it is the then it works. best strategy <laughs> When you know someone, like, Trudeau knows he's hated. He's not going to be unprotected at any given moment anywhere. Well, they started throwing rocks at him at that one town, remember? When he pulled up with the bus during his campaign, and then he actually had to drive through the town because there's just a giant group of people throwing rocks at him. It was a it's huge media thing. for calling thing. us a fringe minority. Dude, people hate the, the guy. I'm not even going to say the poor guy. Like, no. Mance Bro. deserves it. Um, he needs to resign. Like, for me, like, how long has he been in office? Too long. Canada needs to work on that. America has a four-year limit. Well, he we did have it. zero. We have no limit. He did the re-election. I know, he, but, but he can just he keep going. As long as, he, uh, as long as he gets elected, he can keep going. Isn't there? In the States, there's a four-year cap. You get a four No, eight, you, sorry. You get, yeah, you get a four-year term. You get four, and you can, be, you can have a run-up of another four. You cannot do more than eight. Until the four years has passed. Yeah, and then you can I think another again. four can go, and then you can get elected, reelected again, because that has happened. We're here in Canada. No, no in, in the US. states. Oh, in the states, where you can get three terms. You can get. You can get more than two. I think you can, but they have to. You the first two can be together. Then there has to be a gap. Then it can be you again. But in Canada, you can as long as we keep, quote unquote, electing this guy, he's gonna stay in. I don't think he actually gets okay. elected. Um. One. Sorry, this is not really on topic, but one thing I find incredibly crazy, uh, the President of the United States, Joe Biden, is 80 years old. They're hiring an 80-year-old 
to make decisions for the entire country. He's not making a single decision. I know. Like I've seen these videos where it's like, like they gotta pre- they gotta guide this guy so he doesn't miss the stairs. And I'm like, dude, he has social cue cards that tell him to sit down. Exactly. Like. Oh yeah, I know. He read off his cues like before. He's read out like, sit down, shake this person's hand. It's so. He's literally just a, like someone's he's, writing he's a out exactly what. Yeah, so it After doesn't surprise this episode, me. We're gonna get flagged. Oh, absolutely. I we're all getting. Yeah, we I don't know how we haven't been flagged. We've said way worse things than this. Just that one. Uh, uh, See what uh, Trudeau says after you stick a gun in his face after that comment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a little... Okay, I was just like... That was a hypothetical. hypothetical. (laughs) It was a hypothetical. (laughs) Any any, uh, FBI listening, that was a joke. It was airsoft. I do not not condone killing presidents or prime ministers. Please don't come for me. We were also, earlier in the episode, all talking about how we've multiple times thought about how easy it would be to kill someone and get away with it. I never said also that. Also a joke. I never <laughs> Schmidt thought we were crazy, so do not go after yeah. him. I was going to say, you guys are all saying, like, oh, I've, I've always thought about how to kill people. I'm the opposite. If I go in a um, building, I'm like, how am I going to get out of here safely? Uh, Schmidt, I don't know. If, if there's a noticed. shooting in here, how am I going to get out? I don't actively think about murder. I know you don't actively, <laughs> it's but just it's like... like <laughs> It's, it's a thought. thought. It's like when uh, it's just like, hmm, how would I, uh, like if you? It's just like, put yourself in another person's shoes, except a very messed up version of that. Yeah, I, you uh, said you said uh, you look for a way to get out safely. I think that is something that people lack on. They have zero awareness. They don't know what's behind them. They don't know what's around them. They don't look. They look straight where they're going and that's it they don't look around them they don't assess the room they don't look for a dangerous person they don't look for anything it's just i'm Pe- here people definitely do need more spatial awareness yeah um when I, the one time i was at the mall with my sister and the alarm started going off in the mall and everybody in the mall started going towards one exit I just grabbed my sister and I said, we're going this way. We're going to the other exit. And she was just like, why? I was just like, I'm just, we're just going to the other exit. Like, I just, like, that's just like a way I think. When I see everybody moving in one direction, I'm just like, no, no, I'm not going that way. Like, if there's some, because there have been a bomb, there has been a bomb threat at uh, Devonshire and I don't know, or if there would like be an active shooter or if they're like just anything, anything crazy, like anything crazy, you know, absolutely insane, sketchy. I'm not going to where everybody's going. Yeah, that's no. where the that's where the mayhem's gonna happen. Yeah, that's that's where the mayhem's gonna happen. I'm going the opposite side. Like like, I was I was thinking like, yeah, you say that there's a there's a bomb in this store, everyone's gonna flee to this exit over here, plant a bomb there. Like you you can plan it out to where you think people are gonna run to, the most because you can think most populated store, most dense area. Okay, there. There's the closest exit is there. Put a bomb there. I should stop talking about this. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get flagged. But um, uh, we've probably yeah, like already been if flagged. you, you could strategize it very easily. Yeah, if you ever just want to bomb, people are very no. predictable. That's, they are. That's no, dude, it, it's all on herd immunity, or not? No, sorry, herd mentality. mentality. Mm-hmm. Dude, you know what's sketchy? Huh. It's funny you guys are talking about mall shootings and stuff because. About a month or two ago, my sister, my both my sisters and my mom, 
went on a shopping trip to Toronto. They went to one of the big Toronto malls, which happens to reside in one of the biggest gang areas. So like, it was a gang a shooting? No, they're in the mall, and there's all of a sudden, like, there's some sort of alert that something's in the mall. Something's happening in the mall. They all, they're in Sephora at the time, which is like a makeup store or whatever. I don't know exactly what it is. Yeah. Sephora has a little back closet full of, like, supplies. They shoved 50-plus people into this tiny little cram spot during... Because for all everyone knew, there was a shooting going on in the mall at the time that they were in there. So my mom and my sisters are, like, freaking out for their lives in there. Like, in a dark closet with, like, 50 other people. Everyone's, like, crying. Like, it's it's a mess. And then I think they said 15, 20 minutes passed. And the 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 workers opened it up and said, okay, everything's good. Everything's clear. They got no answer on what happened. But turns out later, we like there was something about there was like a just a fight, like a pretty big gang fight, but like no shooting or anything. It was just like fighting. Mm. But something that like they were like fearing for their lives, like that's yes, sketchy, I mean, man. Imagine getting thrown into the closet of a store because I'm, I'm gonna you know say... how you know how scary that'd be. Anybody in this anybody in that situation would be scared. Like if you oh, yeah. if you're in a closet with people because you're avoiding something that's near, that's scary. I'm I'm just gonna say. Shoving fifty plus people into a closet is a terrible idea. Yeah, like, I what's, don't. What's the alternative? Getting shot? No, like spread people out. Like, yeah, but there's only one closet. It's, it's like a you got a whim's notice. There's fifty people in your store. You need to get them into safety. I know. I I get that, but yeah. like at least have a secondary door. Like people people can prepare for doing a shooting, and people can prepare for a shooting. Yeah. Also, what people don't know is in the mall there's the back. Why don't they go in the back? Hide them in the back. All I'm all I'm saying is, be, yeah, like you are completely right. Like you are at a severe disadvantage if you're in a closet. Yeah. I don't want to be in a closet. I, like, guy opens the door. You and have just you have no loose. in a closet. You have no options. You're just there. Yeah, I know. That's exactly why I'd rather take my chances outside. Just yeah. Just uh, opens the door, drops a grenade in, shuts the door. Both. 50, oh, 50 plus kills. You know, it's uh, I, I'm pretty sure a grenade is probably harder to get than... Uh, I'm, than I'm just, like, giving it as an example. But you could open the door and just, like, let loose. With I mean, I guess he doesn't know... Well, even if the door is locked, any bullets are going straight through the door. Or, like, you just, like, walk along and just shoot through the wall. Yeah, that's what I mean. You could just go through the door, through the wall, those bullets are going straight through. Like, unless they're stupid and think that it won't. People need panic rooms. Oh yeah. People that do panic, like they need to be able to, uh, they need to be able to, um, you know, be go somewhere where they know they'll be safe. Oh, safe rooms. Yeah, you know, panic rooms. Same thing. Just like be a man, keep it inside. Mm -hmm. Just run, run toward the danger. Become the danger. Yeah. Just just ask him if he wants a teammate. Just embrace Go the find pain. the shooter and ask if you can have a... Hey, you need a hand? Join him. Hey, you want me to help you? <laughs> hey, you got this, a spare this, gun? This has been a weird episode. This, this has been a weird episode. I, I would I, say I it's... I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I talk about different stuff. I don't think we're way off the deep end of what we usually do, though. We're usually pretty... Like, the last one, I would say, sticks out to being extremely crazy to me. Like, yeah, it Brent, shouldn't have happened. Brent shoot him in the face. Like, shoot him in the face. I'll shoot him in the face. No, I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the one after with Andrew. 
Oh what? Oh you I don't think you were here for that one. You were not here. No, why was why was Basically that they had this conspiracy. Who was the other person? It was Andrew. Oh, that the and... Jews allowed the Holocaust yeah. to happen so that they could Oh, that was me. That, that was my theory. That's a crazy theory, dude, and it's been sticking in my head that we even said that. <laughs> I will stand that, I will that, stand that, by. No, no, I don't want to bring really it up shopping. in this episode because I already wanted it to die in that one. That is just I'm a conspiracy theorist, man, but if you believe in pulling strings right now, why would they not have pulled no, strings I, I, there? I, I don't want to get to the discussion. We, we could, <laughs> we've we already talked about it. Uh, Frank, I just got to say that your conspiracy theories are some of the just like, <laughs> they're just, they're they're beyond conspiracy they're far, theories. They're far out. Like, yeah. very yeah. far-fetched. Are you, are you like legitimate about the whole Wheatley thing? Uh, that's just something that I popped in my mind. Dude, life and I get is cooler if that's it. true. It, I mean, it, it, the true. thing is, who is to say that that is not true? True. Who think, is to say? True that. I think the only the only thing would be the guy whose restaurant is going bankrupt. He exploded it so that he could get insurance money. That's that's like the. But do you have explosion insurance? <laughs> <laughs> Probably could be. Oh it. man, I, 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 I don't think know. That like counts because it's just regular like, insurance. I don't really think that deeply on it. It just my mind goes to this place and it is and it's like, what if that happened? And, and like, literally, I don't know. I have no clue. You you call me crazy if you want to. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Well, I find but, it interesting. It's just like I just I want to know if you're like ser- like if you actually believe it. Cause, no, like, it's like I, I, I won't. Like, I won't go preaching that on the street, dude. I before I forget, I had the weirdest. I think one of the weirdest dreams. I get very. Very, very, very weird dreams. And I think the other night I had one of the weirdest dreams I've ever had. Which is really saying something. Like, like I can't emph- emphasize that enough. Like, this... What happened? Uh, I, it, it's so... I don't remember all of it. A lot of it's very foggy. I only know a couple pieces. All I know is that there was these really giant, like absurdly giant mechanical um like beings that came to earth and we were in this like uh, like moving semi slash like floating freight car thing and we were being attacked by this and i was with this person and we ended up having to go in the water and we went like we had like these suits and dude man i don't and i think like it was like the destruction of the earth. I don't know exactly what was going on. It was just one of the most messed up dreams I've ever had. And then Schmidt woke me up, I think, with that f- one phone call to go uh, drop off the recycling bins. Oh, that was the other day. Yeah. Which oh, day was dude, that? Dude, I, I, if I could remember the Did dream. You just text me the day that you had a crazy one. Yeah, it was that day. Did it's I today, text you? Dude. You texted me today. I texted you today? Yeah, dude. I'll read your text. Exposing texts. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, wow, I'm way off. Monday. Wow, I'm way off. Two days ago. Dude, how... What? I wanted to write it I out. I just texted you this today, and it's not true. He said, bro, I had the wackiest dream of my entire life. Shit was incomprehensible. And I said, damn, you gotta tell me about it later. I wanted to write it out so I wouldn't forget. It was just very very unnerving like like it just made me very uncomfortable i don't really get nightmares i just get like just like 
like crazy stuff. I've had zombie dreams. I wouldn't consider any of my dreams nightmares, really. I had some as a kid, not really anymore. They're just always messed up. I like today was a very weird awakening. I had, I was in some kind of state. Like, I had a really weird light night last night. Like last night was like just so odd, and then waking up, I didn't even really feel alive this morning. I felt like I was in some other state of mind, and then I came to like I just like the knocking. I was like hearing it in my head. So I saved your life. It. You're saying. No, I just, I don't know. Yesterday and today has just been very, very weird. Very weird. I don't usually dream, but two nights ago I had two dreams separated by two hours, which just, like, freaked me out. Like, dude, there's, like, some stuff that happened. I'll talk about it afterwards. But, uh, like, it's it's weird, dude, because, like, I don't dream, and that just happened. Like, You know what I think is a very good idea? Mm. A lot of people, not a lot of people do it. It's, it's some people do it. You know how when you have a dream, you're like, oh, that was nuts. And then you forget it literally with five minutes later. Mm-hmm. Get a dream journal. Have a, bro- a book and a pen beside your, beside your bed. That will literally activate your brain to want to dream. If, it, if you're thinking like, I want to dream, I want to dream, I want to dream, you will literally dream. Because your brain, it, it's, that's literally the step one to lucid dreaming. You tell yourself, I'm going to lose a dream. I'm going to lose a dream. Basically, making it a reality to your brain that this is what's going to happen. Anyway, what people do is they they write their entire dream in a book because it disappears in five minutes if they don't. So then people have this whole collage of like, this is the craziest dream journal of life. Like, you should totally get a dream journal. Dude. I still very clearly remember quite a few of my dreams. Like, very, like pretty pretty vividly i've had some very messed up ones i've had like a dream uh in like th- what's third person exactly that's third, like third you're person is your own body yeah like gta that's third person yeah okay i didn't have a dream in third person but i had a dream like almost like in a, in a story form where i was like watching a movie about like this one girl's life oh that's interesting like, you almost watched a movie in, in, in your dream. Yeah, except it was very weird. It was very messed up. Like, really messed up. I, I, I've told this story before, this dream. I don't know if I've ever told it on the podcast. Justin will let me know if I have. Anyway, we're, there's this girl. She's walking down the street. And she's on this road, and there's this house. And there's, like, this this guy sitting in, like, a, almost like a sunroom, right? And she's she's homeless. She doesn't have a family. And she walks across the road to talk to this guy and they're talking whatever he's he like he's smoking from this bong and this old lady comes around the corner like a like a grandma or whatever and she's talking to this girl and telling her she takes in orphans and kids that don't have homes and gets these kids who live with her to sell drugs for her so that she can buy like so she can pay her rent bills and buy food for them and and, like make sure they stay housed so in exchange they they sell drugs for her and then she keeps them housed right and she was like kind of offering this to this girl and she didn't really want it so she walks back across the street she continues to walk away she's like thank you very much but no thank you and then this car comes down this road and this car hits a zombie and then boom like it's like almost like a I get launched into like a different scene and 
this girl ended up sticking with this family but they were like moving to this one barn because it started becoming nighttime and then there was like a bunch of zombies after them and they got into the rafter those rafters of this barn so that they could stay away from the zombies and actually sleep and then it's like another and like daytime comes around but then boom i'm in like another cutscene, and i'm watching the girl's not in this part of the cutscene anymore i'm just 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 a warning this is kind of disturbing the next part they're walking down this corridor. It's like a group of these people, but the girl's not in there anymore. And the old lady's not in the dream anymore. And they're walking down this corridor looking for something, supplies, whatever. And they're opening these doors. It's like a really long hallway. With like, a, like a bunch of doors, like a hotel. And then they open this one door, and the grandma's there. And turns out, they found out that this old lady was abusing and molesting this girl. Oh. Yeah. And then I woke up. That's whack. Very weird. Um, it's crazy that your brain concocted yeah, that story. Yeah, I was going to say, is your brain all right? I, there's another one that's also insane. I was at my house. I started driving my four-wheeler down this road, and I drove to my old school where I went to elementary school on this four-wheeler, and there's this kid I know. There was, like, a fundraiser going on at the school, a bunch of cars there, just like I remember. And I pull up on my four-wheeler, and there's this kid I know. Um, he's actually going to be coming on the podcast. I don't need to say his name, but... And he has uh, one of those table saw blades. Like, you know what I'm talking about? It's like a yeah. saw blade with a hole in it, and you put it in the table, yeah. And he takes this thing, and he's, like, throwing it around like a boomerang and he's just like murdering people with this thing like it's super gory like where he like cuts somebody open and like pulls out their innards like it was it was just very like visceral and wow um realistic anyway and he sees me and then he wants to kill me so i just start driving as fast as i can with a four-wheeler down the road trying to get away from him because like he's just insane and he takes a car and he drives after me. I crash into the ditch and the ditch is full of water. And I just lay under the water just trying to hide, like holding my breath. And then he walks up to the ditch and then he, um, uh, he's, he's standing over me and I grab him. I kill him somehow because he was after me. And then there's like this cut scene where I end up at this farm and this like farmer would like beat the crap out of me and and like would treat me horribly but i would get weed from him so i had to stay friends with him because i had ptsd from what happened with dan and the pills that the doctor prescribed me for my ptsd was like messing with my head so like i ended up just sticking around with this farmer and then i end up at my house somehow and my house is completely empty filled with boxes of like shredded paper and my principal knocks on the door and asks me if i'm all right and i wake up um wow i I don't even think anybody's gonna be able to put that together in their head (laughs) i mean for me personally the craziest dream i've ever had was took a helicopter to space and my plan was to skydive down to earth but i there was a flaw like there's no gravity in space like what you can't fall so my my solution was to tie a, a punching bag to my waist and jump out of the helicopter. <laughs> there you go. Um, that works. I I never ended up jumping. My my little brother woke me up beforehand, which uh-huh. sucked. I was so mad, but yeah, it was it was crazy because he just uh, like that that's the craziest dream I've ever had. Just 
trying to go into space, trying to jump out with exactly, punching bag like, attached to your stomach. And then you have these crazy intricate dreams. It's like, dang. I'm not gonna lie. I know I dream a lot, but I genuinely forget them all immediately. Yeah. Mine are just like incomprehensible. Like they're just. I don't know why. I don't know. I, Sometimes I can taste in my dreams. That's the weird part. That is That's weird. weird. Do you think that like dreams are almost like a reflection of your mind in certain ways? They they are. Uh, what I've noticed. The few times that I dream, it always has some reference to what you talk about and what you do the previous few days. This one that I just recently had, I'll, I'll, I'll say that a watch was involved. And recently, I just, I just got a watch for Christmas. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about watches over New Year's. So, so your brain's been thinking about watches. Exactly. And a watch was involved. Yeah. My... Uh I feel like that's almost uh, that might be concerning, because there's there's some dude there's just oh, certain. No, I feel like they're not always connected to real life because not stuff like that is just random generated. D- dude, I don't even understand. Like, if it is a reflection of what goes on in your brain, I might have a problem. Because <laughs> like it's uh, like I, I'm not like ashamed about it. Like any of my dreams, like some of them, like I got I got another one that's like really weird. I just I think it might be a little bit graphic to talk yeah. about like a very like it's just a, we'll it's like really it. messed up it's just i don't know I, I don't blame myself it's just like i can't control my dream it's just something that i have like it's just something that just ends up popping up like i don't know i can't explain some of these like this last one i don't know how i would connect it to to real life to to anything that like this one that i said was like really insane that i just had and I just, this, for some reason, I can't remember this one. I can only remember this, uh, dude, I had a dream about the end of the world. That one was a trip. And it was like, I, I had the beginning of the dream. And then a couple days later, the dream finished. What? That's a little whack. Yeah, like, the amount of times I've, I've woken up from a dream and like, let me go back, let me go back, I'm going to finish the story. And like you, you were actually that able sucks. to finish yeah, the dream. I, I always that is crazy. Yeah, I, I, dude, it, it was actually a trip because it was the same dream. We were in this absurdly huge compound, and I remember my dad was with me, and these sirens go off, and like parts of the roof of this compound are like breaking, and we have to get to this one ladder because we have to get out of this bunker because this bunker is like falling apart. I don't know why we were in the bunker, and there's a lot of people, and this thing is just falling apart. We have to run because everybody's going to die. If we don't get out, get to this ladder and get out of this one hatch, then it's going to collapse, and we're going, and everything's chaotic, chaotic, and people are freaking out, and we get to this ladder, and we're about to open the hatch, but I'll wake up right and then i don't like i don't know if it was the next day or a couple days later you get same the same hatch. same situation it's the same dream except the hatch opens up and there's this huge dragon and it like it like rises up and like everything is in flames and it looks like hell on earth it was a trip mm. lesson of the day Dreams do be crazy. That sounds like a revelation thing, right? It, it was. It was. That was one of my more interesting ones. I was like, damn. And I in the like, if it would have been just all one dream, I mean, it would still be like something whack. But, but the fact that I had part of that dream, 
and then it and then it finished. Yeah, that's like, different. And, like on another night, that's odd. I'm I'm just curious, just for context, what color was the dragon? It was red. Obviously, oh. all dragons are red. Frank's not liking this very much. What? He had the same dream. Dude, that that's goosebump. It talks about a red dragon in in Revelation. I I just know it looked like like absolute hell on earth. Like it just looked I don't know how to explain it, but everything was just destroyed and and this that like there was just red and I don't know if you've ever been in like a a forest fire or a forest clearing situation. Mm-mm. It's like I went out, I was in videos. I was in Alberta and there was this giant stretch where they had logged it and they were like burning these giant patches of brush like a couple kilometers like just a stretch and everything in that center like the sky was was red it was like looking at an Instagram filter and everything was filled with smoke like and and my dream like it looked like this but like you know, like in a like a city yeah i just remember just how surreal it was when we opened up the hatch and like seeing everything it was just like whoa what would a nuclear night look like yeah i couldn't tell you he hasn't had that dream <laughs> the nuclear one no i had one at the earliest one i remember i was like a really really little kid must have been like close to six or something and i was at my house and i was looking out this window and a plane landed on the road outside of my house and some guy got out and he took me to a barn and he tied me up and he just slowly started cutting off my toes one by one there's nothing i could do about it i'm wiggling them right now you want to wrap it up uh, schmidt i think it's time to yeah. wrap it up we're closing in on two hours what an interesting Dang. episode this yeah is a, this, no, is this is good crazy we just heard about all joey's dreams that he ever had in his whole life <laughs> oh no actually no there's an extended eight hour video of that or podcast of that there, there there's more of them oh i believe it i 100 percent believe it, it i'm his, not denying it i believe you they're all i believe you joey they're all cracked May make some his own podcast called Joey's Dreams. You want to hear one more? No, yeah. one more. I'm down. They're always bad. Okay, you ever have a good dream. Okay. Or just have a good dream that makes you smile. <laughs> let me let me let me let me tell me let me say this one last one, okay, and then we'll wrap it, it up. Ten words. We'll wrap it up. I can't do that. I can't do that. Okay, hurry up. Okay, so I was. It started raining outside of my house. It was. I was at my house, and I'm in the living room. We have like this giant window right right by our living room. And I'm sitting on the couch facing the window, and it's, like, raining. And then I see this, like, eagle that's probably, like, six foot tall, like, standing in the front yard. And then uh, my brother ends up going outside, and then I, I look over to my right, and there's, like, a wolf that's, like, equally absurdly huge and i'm trying to get him back inside trying to get him back inside but he won't come inside and then eventually i think i i I go outside and i get him in a car and oh man it, it was like it was so horrible all of a sudden this like native american like all dressed up in like war paint like like is trying to attack us and i have to like fight him off and i'm trying to protect justin and like i ended up like shooting the native and then i ended up stopping him trying to protect justin but in the process i accidentally shot justin in the side and i don't know if you've ever seen movies or like anybody in shock 
But that's exactly how it was. I looked over at Justin. I was like, are you okay? And he's just sitting there, like, holding his side. And, like, he just looks down, and he's like, I don't know if I'm okay. Like, it was, like, it was, like, very uncomfortable. It was, like, really freaky. It felt way too real. And I was just freaking out that I just shot my brother, and I thought he was going to die, and then I woke up. Dang. That is pretty crazy. (laughs) Not going to lie. Anyway, <laughs> that's it for episode 50. We're already done 50 episodes. It's pretty crazy. That is nuts. Halfway to 100. If you have not seen the video of Joey's head getting shaved, now's the time. Go to YouTube, search up the Doy Boys. We have a couple of videos there if you're bored. Got about 30, 40 minutes of content for you. We have one where Joey and some guys are eating some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. And another one where, uh, well, sorry, Frank is in there yeah. too, just as much as Joey. And then another one, Joey got his head shaved by Willie the Willie the Barber, yes. as you heard in the beginning. <laughs> I, All right. I am the barber. That's uh, it. Oh, but wait, 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 wait. Oh, do you, you want to plug any socials? Like, we we always offer uh, everyone, if you want to put out your Instagram or anything that you want to promote. I mean, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not an influencer, so I, I'm, I think I'm good. You can if you want to. I mean, he said he's good. Okay, all right. Yeah, don't pressure me. Joe. Don't bully <laughs> him, man. He doesn't have to plug it. His phone number is five one nine. Anyway, if you're lucky. I'm here, man. I live off the grid. No, I'm anyway, follow us on Instagram at the Doy Boys with a Z. And uh, thank you. Yeah. Hasta luego. Doy Boys, thank you for listening again. Please.